Hey, welcome to the show, my people. I hope you're good. I'm going to be doing something a bit different for today's show. What is it I hear you say? I'm going to date it. Today's show is being recorded nine days before Christmas and a few days before I head back to England with my family in search of some warm weather, which is something I never thought I'd say. So as this is potentially the last show of 2019, I want to try and have some fun with it. And today's guest should provide a few lols along the way. And, you know, if he doesn't, make sure you take note of his social media handles at the end so you can let him know all about it. He is a United States under-23 international, reigning RSL team defensive MVP, and the type of player attackers would rather not play against. Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Herrera. What's up, my guy? How's it going? Yeah, it's good, man. It's good to have you in here. You were supposed to be the third guest, I believe. Yeah. And then you just cancelled, so... I didn't cancel. You sort of uh, bailed on me. No, 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 no. Listen, I've got all the receipts. And if I look through my phone, I'm pretty sure I said it's still on for this day. He said, ah, well, you know, the way my diary's set up. As a single male with no responsibilities, you had no time for it. From my point of view, what happened was I was scheduled to be on. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) And before I knew it, Portillo was on. Portillo came on. Well, I don't want to disrespect Portillo because he's my guy. But you were first on the list before Portillo. And then you said, oh, you know, I'm a bit busy with whatever people that have nothing to do do. Well, it's a pleasure to be the last one Well, here you go. It's a pleasure to be here. Here you go. Here you go. Right. So it's Christmas. So after the intro and just a bit of information about yourself, we'll we'll have some fun. But for now, let's let's, let's be serious for a bit. So I want to hear about your career path because you came from the academy, didn't you? Mm -hmm. But you also went to college. So how exactly does that how does that work yeah i mean i've heard it on here before when Corey was on here sort of uh yours, yours the same type of story same type of story pretty much i went to college for a little less time than Corey. i think a year less but yeah i think going in the academy everyone that's there their goal is to try to go professional right away but uh for some guys they maybe the coaches don't feel they're ready yet or maybe the player doesn't feel they're ready yet so some guys think going to college to get a couple more years of experience and uh growth both physically and mentally and all that is a is a good thing to do so that's what I came to a, a mutual agreement with the coaches that that was right for me and uh, I sort of agreed with them and uh, that's what I decided to do what age was that uh 17 18 and how did you pick which college you went to because you've not actually mentioned it it's New Mexico wasn't it mm-hmm. so why are you not mention it you're a bit embarrassed what's the deal no nah. so I went to University of New Mexico obviously um I'm from New Mexico okay. I think uh, most people know that and uh yeah, I mean, when you're picking your college, sort of, you can reach out to colleges. Mm-hmm. Um, some will reach out to you. Um, I wasn't really personally reaching out to colleges. I think uh, a few colleges came to me, and um, there were some good options, but I wasn't really into the going on a bunch of visits to a bunch of schools. Right, okay, lazy then. Yeah, just lazy. Okay. Uh, I don't really like traveling too much. Okay. So, uh, so you stayed at home? Yeah, well, I'd never been to New Mexico, though, ah, okay, okay. to the University of New Mexico before. Okay. So uh, I've never been to the campus. But they were my first and only visit, so I went there. Um, the fans were pretty good for a college team. The team looked good. All the facilities were super nice. So um, for me, it was a pretty easy decision. And how did the team do while you were there? Um, my first year, it was kind of a rebuilding year, I guess you could say. <laughs> we we lost a lot of good players the year before. Okay. Um, and then I was just a hard-headed freshman going in there thinking I was the guy. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so definitely a bit hard-headed going in there. Um, didn't really want to listen to the coaches. Okay. I don't know if you watched many college games, but uh, I watched uh, Georgetown and Virginia yesterday. Yeah, that was a good game. That was yeah. actually a, that was actually a decent college game. Okay. But um, for the most part, college is just sort of kick the ball along, don't take no chances. Uh-huh. You don't you don't have very many games through the season. Uh-huh. So uh, how many are we talking? Seventeen regular season across the whole yeah. academic year. So yeah. what do you do for the rest? Well, of no. It? So it's only. Well, you know, well, the, season's yes, only, sure, yeah. the season's like two and a half months. So what do you do right? for the rest of the year? You're just training. And just being uh, a student. Yeah, being a student. Uh, your training's obviously limited. You can only be with the coaches for like two hours a week. Right. Something like that. Right. And then, but the crazy thing is you can be with the strength coach as much as you want. Right. So you're in there pretty much every day. Okay, okay. So, <sighs> yeah. So, yeah, that sounds a bit funny, but we won't talk about that. But while you were there then, what is it that made you – come back to RSL like why a year earlier than Corey what what was the deal how does that happen yeah so my plan going in it was to go to college for one year okay so I was gonna play one season there yeah. not even a full year it was like six months okay. so I'll get there in July and then hopefully get signed by RSL in December but come December RSL didn't feel I was ready I sort of felt I was ready but I was at the same time I still felt like a little kid okay and so like I said, we came to the mutual agreement that uh, it probably wasn't the right time. So they said I could still stay there another year, keep developing physically, um, just growing up as a person. Mm-hmm. So I agreed with them. And then uh, that next year, I sort of, uh, I mean, I just gave it my all another year physically, just trying to get bigger uh, and then just trying to mature a little bit. And I think uh, my coach, um, shout out to my coach, Jeremy Fishbein, who was there, mm-hmm. um, just a great guy who really cares about his players. And uh, he was really pushing me to – sort of grow up off the field a mm-hmm. lot and um as well as pushing me on the field obviously but i think i had other mentors for that that were there yeah but um definitely off the field i think i sort of grew up and uh yeah so the next year i was able to get the opportunity to come to rsl and um just try to take advantage of that how quickly after you came back did you actually play in the first team um so when i signed yes like games yeah like say if you signed say the equivalent of january how when did you make your debut so, yeah, I signed January. My debut was in, I think it was in, like, July. So were you playing with the second team before that? I got a couple games in. I think I only had, like, the thing is I was on the bench a lot right, for the okay. for the first team. Um, I think I played, like, three or four games with the Monarchs. Do you know, based on um, what you were like in the academy and given the fact that they did send you away, because you have stories of people who don't go to college or whatever, was was it expected that you're going to play for the first team, or were you one of the unexpected ones who people would never have said would make it to this to this stage? Yeah, I think definitely one of the unexpected ones. I think um, coming in, pretty much they had a plan for me coming in. They sort of said first year you'll you'll play a decent amount of games with the Monarchs, probably not every game, but uh, we definitely want to get you in there, start getting you professional minutes, and then your second year you'll still be playing with the Monarchs, but you'll start getting some games with the first team, and then third year we want you to be first team full-time uh maybe even a starter mm. so that was sort of the plan coming in obviously <laughs> didn't quite work out that way i didn't agree with that coming of, in of course you didn't because you yeah. still had your hard head didn't of you? course of course do you still have it now or is it, is it a bit softer now nah, definitely softer okay, but uh good. yeah coming in obviously they're gonna give you a plan but it's not that's not how it has to happen yeah of course so coming in i had big goals and uh i want to put off obviously a couple of things fell into place too um but i think in the end uh yeah, it's all worked out. What age did you join the academy? I had just turned 15. Okay. It's so interesting. In my time when I was in um, in the academy, like the, some of the best players I've ever played with didn't necessarily make it to the first team. Mm-hmm. 
but there's certain people who have certain characteristics, certain traits, certain things on and off the field who are the ones who end up staying the longest and actually getting the opportunity because a lot of people that do have, say, the best ability in that moment, they're still missing that thing that turns them into a professional. But when you're younger and you're just amateur, you don't really see it. Mm-hmm. And all the praise is heaped up on this guy. Like I had guys um, who were playing for England when they were like under 14, 15. But then by the time they're under 19, they played more games for England than they did for the club team, as in for the academy team. Because realistically, they were in that system, but they weren't good enough to play in the academy uh, football anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was wild to see. But again, your story is the same as many, many more. Once you have, yeah. you either have some that thing or you kind of don't. And your yeah. ability level doesn't really guarantee that you'll make it to a certain point. Mm-hmm. But that thing will always give you um, the opportunity. Yeah. But anyway, that's all boring. Let's talk about your first. So you've played two full seasons now. Or yeah. one and a half, two full seasons. I've been here two full seasons. Okay, played one and a half. Okay, yeah. We, let's have a let's have a recap. Yeah. So be as honest as you can be here. Yeah. If you need to throw someone under the bus, throw someone under the bus. Like I live for it. I've got the tea. Let's go. Let's get it. But here we go. The first season and a half. Just tell me just about your favorite memory so far. <sighs> favorite memories definitely got to be. It's got to be the LAFC away playoff game. That was. Two se- that, that was, was first that season. was my first season. And why was that, why is that favorite memory? I think just being able to knock off the team that everyone's pretty set on winning the whole thing. But were they that year though? Because uh, they they came in third, didn't they? That's why we played them, wasn't it? Oh, they finished second. Actually, or was it second? Right. Yeah, they they lost to KC on the last day. Yes, which was the settlement. But I think regardless, they were the favorites. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe Atlanta. I don't. Was Almiron still here? For the away game. For my first year. Yes. He was still here. Yes, that's right. Atlanta right. was probably the favorite. Yeah. We lost and that game, though, didn't we? Was it 2-0? No? At Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah. But why was it? Why did you like that moment so much, then? I don't know. Just going to their field. Their fans are incredible, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think just, I mean, you could say silence them, but they weren't very silent at the no, end. No, 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 <laughs> uh, no. I think they were fighting each other yes. uh, in the stands. But um, I don't know. I think we just went there. Definitely were not expected to win the game. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Honestly, just I feel like the whole team effort there, we just grinded out the win. And, uh, I mean, I feel like no doubt was our hardest game in the season. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, just the feeling at the end of that game was was incredible. Uh, so you've mentioned one of them, but how about your favorite stadiums that you've been to? Yeah, so LAFC, obviously. Um, Why would you like that one so much? Is it because it's, it's, not, it's not the biggest stadium? I think it? the fans. I right. think they got the loudest fans. I think they're, is that the stadium they're fans sing the national anthem? Uh, they've done it there. They do it at Portland as well, don't they? Did they uh, not do it there as well? I don't well? think they do the whole thing. But yeah, LAFC. But LAFC, they, they don't even play music. Yeah, yeah. Like the fans just yeah. sing it, so it's kind of crazy. LAFC, for sure. Um, Atlanta Stadium's dope just because the amount of people, I think, that they fit in. I don't really like the turf field and none of that. Yeah. Or the giant horns they play when you get scored on. Mm-hmm. But uh, so Atlanta, LAFC is dope. Um What's another one? You say what I liked about LAFC when I first went there, because it was really surreal. So it's LA. We're on the field. They're playing loads of West Coast music in the warm up and all this mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, this is this is cool. Okay, yeah. And then we were we were defending a corner, or we were about to defend the corner, and there was a bit of a delay. And I looked up at the screen, and I saw Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell. Just <laughs> bouncing up and down. He's got a flag in each hand, yeah, one in his like, mouth. I was like, is he being serious? Because I only yeah. know I only know Will Ferrell yeah. for like joking around, yeah. but like this is this is like a real surreal yeah. moment. No, it's kind of crazy. You know what I mean? So well, that, I think I don't know if it was that game, but we saw Will Ferrell after a game. In that the was tunnel. the second. That was last season. I had to go get a pick with him. Yeah, 100%. but he was with someone else though. Yeah, he, guy. He, he was, was with another guy? actor, but I didn't know the guy's name. Yeah, but he's like another but, famous actor. Yeah. 
he was. He's but, been in movies with him. But these, but these moments are like. Yeah. I mean, if you're that actor, you got to know you're chilling with Will Ferrell. Yeah, just just a day in the life. <laughs> yeah, just a day in the life. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know one of my favorite stadiums? I actually liked KC's mm-hmm. when we played there in your first season. Yeah. I thought the atmosphere was really good. Yeah, that was one of the best that I've no, heard in this fall. Yeah, my that's my mom's favorite stadium. Is it? She's like the fans are they're super into the game and like mm. intense, but at the same time they're nice. Yeah, like yeah, to yeah. away fans and yeah. stuff. Yeah, like when I was, I think when I played there the first year, I might come off the uh, bench. And it was the first time I saw I heard like American soccer abuse, <laughs> so yeah. I was getting warm. And the guy was like, "You're not gonna come on." <laughs> they love that one. I was like, "Okay, thank, thank, thank you, thank you. Yeah. That's very, it's very kind of you yeah. to not You're fully not abuse either. me." Yeah, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <not gonna play. laughs> there we go. But you came to watch me warm up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that was cool. How about um, this is where well, you've got to be completely honest now. How about the best games that you've played in? Like my personal best games. It can be both. Or just like it can a be good both. game to play in. It can be. It can be both. Um. So I think good games that like fans would enjoy watching were our LAFC one yeah. again. Um, oh, KC was the one this year where we won away. Yes. Even the draw there, we had yeah. a draw there. That's right. Yeah. And I remember after that draw, there were like ten guys just laying on the ground. Yeah. Just gas. Yeah. Um. And then my personal best game I think I've played this year. Both, both years, really? Yeah, both years. I think it was our, our Portland playoff game this year. Yes. Even though I feel the goal was my fault. Yeah. I think just on the ball and stuff, I was uh, I was feeling good that day. All right. Honesty again now. How about worst games? Worst game, D.C. United. Early Did you play on the this full year. game? Did you play full game? Mm-hmm. Um, so for anyone who didn't know was it 5-0 we lost 5-0 finished, finished with, with 9, nine. that was a career first for me mm-hmm. finishing with 9 men but you know with hindsight obviously that was a terrible result but I thought I would say if we played against a team with 9 men we'd, we'd win by more than 5 yeah so even though we were bad on the day and things were worse for sure there was still enough commitment left on the field to guarantee that it wasn't yeah. like a 10 or something like that yeah. you know what I mean for sure. we did, I hold my hands up we got killed for sure we got 1000% got sure. killed but 5 yeah. like looking back now I'm like oh, yeah that's respectable that was a tough day though nothing went our nothing, way nothing and we weren't on. good on the day so add those in and yeah so uh, did we have two players sent off in the first half oh no it was 10 men in the first half and then uh, Marcelo came off in the yeah, second yeah. early yeah. in the second wasn't mm-hmm. it yeah, that was a that was a bit of a sticky one. Yeah. Do you think that was a bad game in terms of how you played or how the team played? Um, both. I wasn't happy with myself after the game, and uh, I don't know though. I feel first like twenty or so we weren't bad. Yeah, everything was fine. Yeah, so. it was fine, and then and it then just escalated so. Quickly. They got their first goal. Yeah, I don't remember which one it was, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. We gave Rooney a hat trick that game and hat trick and an assist. Uh huh. Probably hit the crossbar as well. Yeah. How do you next player? <laughs> player of the, of the year. year. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's interesting that you you look back at that game and even though we were killed and you remember the way that you played, you still don't remember playing that badly, even though we lost. And yeah. that is a feeling I think sometimes which we do have to overcome as players. For sure. Because a result doesn't necessarily define how you've played. Like you can win games and know you've played badly. You mm-hmm. can lose games and think oh, I've done all right. For but sure. you can't necessarily come out and say I've done all right. Yeah. We can sort of still gain confidence from it. And for me, players that I enjoy playing with are the ones who are like you and they're the ones who um 
there's always something important to me about players who have value. And even if they're not having their best game, they're still doing their job. Mm -hmm. You know that thing about, so you could, a team full of six out of tens is going to be harder to beat than a team who could have a player who has a nine one week and a four the next. 100%. And the people who use state sixes and then can do, they do the job plus more, they're having a great game. Yeah. But they always do their job. You know, they're the ones who I love to play with. And you've, this is one of the reasons why I think you've done so well in the year and a half that you've been here. You don't, you don't have bad games. You might not have a game whereby you're at your absolute peak and you're just dominating everybody, but you can still be trusted and relied upon. Yeah. You know, that's a big thing within the sport, which I think people inside it understand, but not only people outside it will get. Yeah. Because you don't necessarily need to have a highlight reel to do your job. But if you stop doing your job, then things will very quickly fall apart. Yeah. But anyway, in the year and a half you've been involved, who's, who would you say you've, that you've played? I don't know, just people that you've watched whilst you've been playing. The favorite player in your position? In this league or anywhere? All around the world, anywhere. Um, I mean, it's not my favorite right back. Yeah. is It's always been Danny Alves. S- still to this day, even though he's like 50 years old. Yeah, he's still my favorite. But um, obviously Alexander-Arnold, his, yeah. his recent come up. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, the fact that he's so young. Yeah, he is. It's crazy. You forget I, think, I think he's two years younger than me. Yeah, it's crazy. And yeah, so... Obviously, them too, and then um, Marcelo, the yeah, left back. Yeah, left back. I thought you were saying Marcelo Silva in our team. I was like, he doesn't play your position anyway. <laughs> he, he might be a decent outside back. I don't know. I don't think it's him. <laughs> if I'm completely honest, I don't think it would. Yeah, I don't. But yeah, those three for sure. You know, for me now, the way that the game's gone since Vincent Company left England, and he had his peak and so on, it's it's just Virgil Van Dijk now. Yeah. Nobody else. In the past, yeah. I would have said like Thiago Silva's and yeah. Vincent Company's, Sergio Ramos's, mm-hmm. Puyol's, sure. who were all my age, by the way, which yeah. is a bit weird to say. I look yeah. up to them, but yeah, Virgil Van Dijk now he's created. He's like he's he was created specifically to just be the best in that position. It's crazy. Like he's got everything. He's he's hard not to like. Yeah, exactly. There's he's nothing. He's a great guy off the field too. <laughs> exactly. He's <laughs> hard not to like. Like ah, oh, but he's. Oh, he's too nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, he's too good. Oh, I don't like the way he scored that goal. I don't yeah. like the way he didn't foul someone or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He, he's creating a new type of defender. Yeah, for sure. And if people model themselves on him, then it's going to be fun to watch for sure. Watch the game for many years to come. Who's the best direct opponent that you've played against? Oh, you can, so, actually, you can name a couple if you So think. the best guy I've had to defend, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Directly against. Not like someone on the other side or yeah. just the best player. Carlos Vela, for sure. You, uh, were you playing left back that I game? played left back I pretty much I feel like every time we play them I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, left back <laughs> is that your assignment? it's kind of like an assignment <laughs> and um, yeah definitely Carlos Vela um, he's deceivingly fast yeah he's he's, yeah. he's got a quick acceleration I think it is yeah so he touches the ball by you he's going mm. um, Carlos Vela and um, another guy who when I'm playing left back I have to defend um, Johnny Russell I think yeah Johnny's good player. I like him a lot he's, he's very similar to Carlos Vela yeah and he works a lot harder defensively. So yeah. it's kind of annoying because I'm trying to get up the field and yeah. he's tracking me all the way back. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think in this league, those two guys for sure. It does, those, so there was a time when I was playing right back and those honest wingers, that you mm-hmm. know, they're a bit of a nightmare. But I also have an exact opposite story of that. This isn't a humble brag. This is just factual. We're playing in Manchester Derby and our right winger was forward and he was being double teamed by Patrice Evra and Darren Fletcher. So I said, oh, I need to go support him. But I was playing against Ryan Giggs. And as I started to run, Ryan Giggs looked at me like I was dirt on the bottom of his shoe. So I ran forward to go and support. We lost the ball. 
next thing. Who's yeah. whizzing down the He's chilling the side. right there. He's chilling that's, right there. That's oh. a tough thing with Vela. All the energy in the world. Yeah. I'm like, ah, do I leave? Ryan Giggs, like one of the best players in the history yeah. of the Premier League. Well, yeah. That's the first. You just got to hope your uh, your team ends the play. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, <laughs> me, going, out, do but, but me going forward is not going to end the play yeah, positively yeah. anyway. For sure. Um, how about a fantasy 11 of people that you've played against? People I've played against. People you've played against. People who've really like impressed you because obviously you're, you're kind of brand new to it, but... You've seen enough. You've played enough games because you, like you don't even get injured. You're just always there. I can pick guys on our team. No, played against. Oh, so just guys I've played against. Yeah. An eleven. An eleven. The starting goal. Oh man, who have I played against? It's a good keeper. I think I know what you're gonna say, but you, you. You think I know what keeper I'm gonna say? I think I know what keeper you're gonna say. I think you know better than I do right now. I can't even think of any. Think of teams. Uh, well, an easy one would be if you'd say like Brad Guzan. That's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, but no, I don't. I don't think that's my pick. Okay, throw him in the trash. Um, who do I like? There's nothing better than silence on a podcast. Who do I like on this? All right, choose different positions then. If you're struggling with a goalkeeper, I'll come, come back, back to, to the keeper. I'll come back to the keeper. Uh, right back. Yeah, I like Minnesota's right back, Metinier. Okay. Yeah. I think he's solid. Um, let's go center back. Um. Lawrence Simon, I liked a lot when we played them. You said liked, or you like? Oh, man. I don't know if I'd want him on my team. Okay, he's out there. I want to pick guys on our team. That makes it easy. Just, pick, just pick an 11, pick an 11. If you want Simon, pick Simon, because he works well in this league. But I feel like he's kind of a, like, a midfielder that's just gone yeah. to the back. Um, bro, these are tough off the top of the head. I'm gonna start from the front. I'm gonna go. I want Vela. Okay. For sure. What's the formation? Um, we'll do like a four-one-three-two. Okay. Um, Diego Chara at six. Okay. Um, and Valeri's gonna be the ten in there. Okay. Vela on one side. Um. Damn, I don't want to name just LAFC's whole team. It seems like you're about to name. It seems LAFC's like I'm, whole about, team. I'm gonna put Blanco in there with Valeri. Okay. Blanco, Valeri, Vela, mm-hmm. the top three, the nine. I'm trying to think of a hard-working nine. Doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be. You can just find a goal scorer nine. I feel like those exist in the league. That's true. Alan Pulido. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, be, how, we'll see how he turns out. We'll to see how he turns out. To be confirmed. Um, uh, what's his name from Seattle? You think so? Yeah. Rui Diaz. Rui Diaz. You nine. take him over Martinez. I like Rui Diaz. Right. I like Rui Diaz. All right. I'll put him in there. Yeah. Center backs. Who are some center backs? I, need, I think I just need to think of teams. You're going to think of successful it. teams or just teams? Nah, just teams. Hmm. Do you like Opara? Uh, uh, how about Zimmerman? I wouldn't mind playing with Zimmerman. Okay. I could put Zimmerman in there. I think he's a good, honest working teammate. Yeah. Who will have your back. Yeah. Probably cool off the field. <laughs> That's quite cool deep, guy. but sure, whatever you want. <laughs> I didn't know this is a social alarm, <laughs> but whatever you say. It's not, but I think uh, he's a center back that I would like to have on my side. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's a good left footed center back? Oh, I like I like Atlanta center back. Um, 
Gonzalez Perez. You like him? I like him. Why is that? He seems like the opposite to Zimmerman. Yeah, I think they'll balance each other out. He's really good on the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's he's a smart defender. Okay. Smart defender. And uh, still need a left back. I just need a left back and a keeper. Yes. Oh, yeah, I could put Stephen Clark. Steve Clark. Keeper, Portland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he did well to be He's fair. a good keeper, I Yeah, think. he did well I when think. he played against us, annoyingly. Annoyingly, he always does, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like he always plays against us. And uh, left back, you know you know who I liked? Go on. I left back was um, LA Galaxy when we played him. Young kid. Which one? Young kid. He played when we played them away. Can't think of his name. Is he like, not Triori? Triori. Like yeah. Right. Let's throw him at left back. I'll put him in there. Who were you thinking for left back? I, I, I don't involve myself in these childish games anymore. These are some controversial picks, I think. But <laughs> off the top of the head, that's what I'm giving you. That's um, a good 11. Are you sh- did you give me a full 11? Mm-hmm. You sure? I think so. So I've got a back, I've got Clark in goal, Metanier, Zimmerman, Gonzalez Perez, Traore, Jar in front, then Valeri, um, Blanco, Vela. And Rudy Diaz up top. Rudy Diaz. I thought you said. Well, I need one more then, huh? Yeah, I need yeah. another nine. Yes. Another nine. Let's put Joseph. Let's put Yosef up there. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think he'd oh. ever be last pick in a team, but sure, whatever. Last pick on this team. Yeah, that's um, that's tough. But those two up front is lethal. Yeah, yeah. I, I put a case that I didn't want. I mean, play I think we them. could defend them. Aren't yeah, you? we but, could. We could. Yeah. But one of the downsides of defending it doesn't really matter how well we play because yeah, the, you know they're still probably yeah. going to score anyway. Yeah. Like and then yeah. Yeah, but mm-hmm. we won't go into that. <laughs> <clears throat> right. So after playing for two years essentially how we're gonna talk about the ups and downs of being a professional because you're new to it and i've been in it since like 2004 yeah so i've got slightly different ups and downs to you but i want to know what your upside ups and downs are of being a professional like for me just to start you off for example for the games i've played and i've played over over 400 games and some of the most enjoyable games i've had as an up would be when you have a referee who you can talk to 100%. 100%. But then the opposite of it is when you have a referee who you can't. Yeah. Like, I've been triggered by probably 20 to 30 referees in my career to the point where I'm looking at myself and I don't know who I am. You know what I mean? By what you're saying? Like, literally, I'm, How trying, you feel? I'm, like, I'm, I'm trying to talk to them and they're just telling me to go away. Yeah. Like, 100%. Stop yeah. enough. Don't say that to me. Yeah. Don't say go away. They like, just, just, yeah, they just shoot you away. They tr- uh, yeah, Those so, are tough ones. so refs can trigger me. Um, things like, as I've gotten older, this is this is like my age one. I miss, or I look forward to having weekends with my family, you know, whereas we work yeah. weekends. But then there was a spell where I wasn't playing for a while and I, I grew to love Saturdays and yeah. Sundays just like at home with the family. Yeah. When I was younger, you know, f- football, 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 all day long. Um, but then also with the game, like we're getting paid to play a sport that we love to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, and it's felt to be important. You know, those are just a few things for me. Like you, you say some more and then... I'll throw in a few more controversial ones. Um, yeah, I think downs for sure. Um, I mean, like you said, we're getting paid to play a game, so there's not too many downs it's, for me. It's, but um, it's literally a game. Like, I'm gonna say injuries. Yeah. Obviously, you're you're pretty much by yourself all the time, whether it's in the training room. Um, you go home, honestly. Like my friends are like going on hikes or something. They're going to do. Something. I don't want to do anything. I'm like, bro, my hamstring hurts, so I'm not trying to do that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're just watching training. Um, you got Ryan Cotter putting <laughs> you through just the craziest drills you've ever done. Yeah, but then to be fair, if you went for Matt Howley, then it's the crazy plus more. 100%. Because he's, he's different. Yeah, but the thing is, 
when I do do it with Howie, he runs with me. But you love that. Actually, you love all that. You yeah, love all that. but at the same time, Cotter's just making me run yeah. for the most part. It's so funny because I would rather have Cotter than have Howie because Howie yeah. would break my back, whereas with, with Cotter because I'm a bit older. I think yeah. I'm actually older than him. Yeah. But, oh, you're sure about this, you know? This, yeah. Maybe now this yeah. is, maybe you could take one rep off, you know, the way I feel 100%. right now. But Howie's like, no, but let's, yeah. let's just do more. Howie's crazy. But, yeah, and then um, I think Ups. I mean, I think the first thing that would come to mind is obviously the feeling after you win a game, you're yes. in the locker room with yes, everyone. Yes, yes, yes. Everyone's just in a good mood, and then, um, but then honestly, for me, it's the day after a win, like okay. the Sunday. Yeah. And you're just relaxing. Mm-hmm. You got the job done for mm-hmm. the week, and that's sort of your one day to sort of just relax and sort of, sort of just not think about soccer all day yeah. and just because. The day after when you lose is sort of like yes, you're still trying to enjoy it because yeah. it's your one day off, but like at the same time, it just doesn't feel the same. I think that's one of the big differences between playing here and playing back in Europe is that if you aren't winning games, yeah, you can't escape it for sure. Like where you're living, people know who yeah. you are, and you're supposed to be representing them, but you're not doing well, and they will let you know all about it. Yeah, because it goes in some ways, it's deeper than just the game itself. There's a lot more territorial type, you know. Uh, fights like say Manchester versus Manchester Liverpool is a clash outside of the football itself yeah so if you're if they're already struggling and then they find that the more people from Liverpool are getting on them they're going to get on you yeah you can't escape it for sure that was the sort of life or death feel that yeah. I had mm-hmm. from where I was previously but here it is different yeah. um so a few more things for me anyway like as I'm getting older and having to really think about these things I in this off season, I'm having to work out, and I'm a bit older for my, t- so my like metabolism is not the same as it was when I was your age. So I can't eat certain things. I can't. I have to remain active, and all of a sudden I realize how hard it is to to burn as many as many calories when you're not playing, yeah. as when you you know when you are. Like I'm thinking, oh, you know, I'd get four training sessions in, four big sessions in a game, and now I'm sitting in my house. And I'm like, oh, did I just eat that cake? Yeah. So what am I gonna do now? <laughs> You know, it's an easy way to remain healthy and you're doing it alongside your peers yeah. and it's in a team and that thing which you said about the day after a game or just in the, in the locker room after a game, like to win something as a team, what a feeling that is and to win it for so many people. Uh, you know, it's sensational. But the thing that annoys me the most about this, playing as a professional, is the way sometimes you have to play in quotation marks the game. So there's certain things, certain truths which you can never mention because this whole thing about perception versus reality, but sometimes other people's realities will never be allowed to be swayed because you can't talk about something because it's too controversial, but you see it every single day. For sure. From people who are loved by fans or people who, some people are great at pretending that they're all in, but you know when they're not. Mm -hmm. And as you can see now, the fact that we're not going to talk about this, you know what I mean? For sure. That's, it's fine one year in, two years in, like, 15 years in yeah. oh my god I wish I could just like just yeah. just be really honest but you yeah. can't be but yeah I think social media is a huge part of that oh my goodness gracious sort of there's I've played with a few guys where their social media looks like they're the happiest person on earth oh. but in the locker room every day they don't talk to anyone miserable yeah they look sad they're not like doing extra after anything mm-hmm. but then they go home and they're telling people to be happy through their Instagram and it's just it's, it's all, for me it's all about at times, it can be all about perception, mm-hmm. you know. And if you're perceived to be one thing, some people can have big, long careers off the back of that. Yeah. But the reality of the situation is those people who see them all of the time know the reality. Mm-hmm. But you can never talk about it. Nope.
But, you know, well, maybe one day we'll share things. <laughs> so I have to say congratulations. You signed a new deal. Yep. Four years. Four years. Four years in it for an MLS contract is huge, by the way. Yeah. So first of that must be nice. Yeah. So yeah. you're a, you're a multimillionaire now. Not even close. Okay. Uh, so, okay. But you signed four years. You've yeah. got security. Yeah. So the real question, the the biggest question that I need to ask you now about that is have you changed your mobile number yet? I have not. You need to change it. Why? Because you're in big money now. <laughs> All those people that got you here, get rid of every single one of them. No, no get rid of every single one. This is the big leagues now. This no. is a cliche. This is what you do. You're a new person now. You get a new hairstyle. Get a new car. And nothing's changing. You got all the money in the world. I'm keeping the same car. See, this is why I like you. You know what I mean? Nothing's changing. You see the fit right now? Yeah, yeah. You, you see the sandals? Yeah, yeah. I see them with the socks. Yeah. And it is snowing outside, just in case anyone it was curious. Snowing. But I got the high socks on, so it's about balance. Well, <laughs> that's imbalance, my friend. That's imbalance. But that's that's cool, and I th do you know what? I think you deserved it. Appreciate. I think it. you did really well last season. Did really well the year before, and it's not just about your stuff on the field; it's your mentality. And I think with this organization that we're at now, if you can have more people like you, in the way that you think and the way you have a real desire to be, then to find success—not just for yourself, but for your teammates—then I think success is just around the corner. For sure. But as I say, you've signed four years, so that first year is going to be 2020. But before we talk 2020. I'd like to round off 2019. And this thing which I've had by the side of me now, there's a little game we're gonna play today. By the <coughs> way, just for the people, Natum, so from what I'm seeing right now, there's a bunch of little pieces of paper. Yes. And he has a Ziploc bag yes. that is Frozen themed. Frozen, yes. Everyone and knows Disney's yes. Frozen. Everyone knows that, but yes. that's the most dad thing I've ever seen. Yes, rolling. because I'm a dad of three. Yes. yes. But yes. he usually doesn't do things like this. Not that you see. Not that I see. Yes. But but this game is different. This game is different now, yeah? Yeah, I'm nervous. So, on these sheets of paper, there's a name for uh, people that played or were involved in uh, squads for the, for the last season, yeah? And what I'd like you to do, this is for people, this, this podcast really is for the, for the RSL fans, yeah? yeah? So mm -hmm. I'm trying to get, just trying to do something a bit more fun. So there's a name of a player on this, yeah? Who played last season, yeah. was involved. I think there might be one player missing or something, maybe. But so what? And I'm going to, or one of us is going to pick a name, pick up a sheet, can't show the other person. And then you're going to have to describe them without saying the nationality, yeah? Right. In a way so that the other person can guess All who right. you're talking about. Remember, you can't talk nationality, so in theory, you'd be talking about someone's play or someone's personality. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, this for example... This will be slight. This, this will be easier. So, I've picked one here. I'm going to say, oh, he can't jump. Schmidt. There you go. Bang. Simple. Just like that. So, I've got tape. See, I would have had a couple other options, but... But, you know, I've got... I've got I'm a weekly listener on the podcast. There you see that? One, so, based off last week's... One of 20. Go on, you two pick weeks. one. You pick one. All right. He can jump. Beasler. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're flying. We're making progress. It's hilarious back-to-back -back pair. Let's see. Um, this player is very hardworking. But cannot sprint. Are there any players on here that might have been, or are they still on? This is from on last season. Okay, so this is from everyone from last season. I'm really, really hard working, but right. I cannot sprint. Do I only get one guess, and that's a strike or what? Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. I can give you more info. 
Do you want to give you more information? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, I'm a big threat in the box. Oh, that just completely changed who I was in. I can give you more. I can give you more. Nah, you're you're talking about Demir. Yes, for sure. He's correct. Go on, your turn. I'm not gonna say who I was thinking of before, but (laughs) okay. All right, this guy, very technical player. Okay. Um. Is that all? That's uh, what you're gonna say? No, very technical player. Um. Some interesting, very interesting uh, choices of color on his car. His car. Ah, okay. A really nice car, too. Does he play the number 10? Yes, sir. Is he Albert Ruznak? That is Albert Ruznak. That is Albert Ruznak. What a player. What a guy. What a human what being. What a guy. Okay, this one's just going to come as a quote, okay? Oh, two quotes. First one, it's free. Second one, it's a good day to die. That is David Goggins himself. <laughs> Eric Holt. That's correct. <laughs> what a guy. Another one. Once again, very technical player. Okay. So it's not me. Sort of my partner. Ah, uh, okay. So you, you, when you say partner, you mean in terms of defending or attacking? Uh, he's my partner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Savarino. That then. is Savarino. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ooh, this is a, this is a tricky one. Oh, I was hoping I wouldn't get this one. Um, actually, no, 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 no. I... This guy is very young. He has potential, but he's not great in the gym. You got it down to two for me. Okay. He always has a smile on his face. All right. Very young. Yes. Not great in the gym. Terrible in the gym. So, I'm just going to throw out a guess. Go on. I'm pretty sure it's Julian. Is correct. Yes, sir. What was it? The smile he does. Face? He does have a cute little smile. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't, no, I'm not saying that. When you say that, feel free. <laughs> he does. He does. All right. Go on, then. So, this is what I was thinking earlier. Okay. Very hardworking. Very hardworking. Can't sprint. Can't sprint. <laughs> he, he can sprint. But can he sprint quickly? But can't sprint very fast. He used to. Used to? Used to be very fast. hard working and um fan favorite. Uh oh. is his is his hairline disappearing? No. No. Very nice hair. Very nice hair. Ooh. See, I'm trying not to make it too easy on you. Is oh, I don't know who this is gonna be, you know. It can't sprint anymore. Um very hard working, like Yeah, but we're a team full of very yeah. hard working people. That doesn't really separate anyone anymore. Very hard working. He does have a good head of hair. Um, um, does he play in midfield? He does. Is he old? Older, older than me, yeah. Ah, oh, no, don't be. Th- okay, okay, he's old. He's old. He's old. This is Bex. Yeah, Carl Beckerman. It's too nice a guy. I couldn't. Yeah. yeah, for real. Plus, I didn't want to make it too easy. Yeah, could have okay. said dreads. Could have <laughs> said yeah, literally. Um, technical player. Um, likes shiny things. Got two in mind. Uh, you've got more chance of seeing a Sasquatch than seeing him in the gym. I still got two in mind. Uh, will shoot on sight. So this is Plata. No. It's Bofo, huh? It's Bofo. It's Bofo, but... It's Bofo. They're like the Plata's same. Been, hey, Plata's been in the gym, though. 
But I feel like ah, it depends on the week. I can't believe you got one wrong. It depends on the week. All right, we'll do. Sometimes there, so obviously Bovo's got his weeks where he's in there every day. Yeah. Doing his little circuits. Yeah. And then there's weeks where. Like weeks before we go to like California or something, Joe, I was in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting that beach body ready. Okay. So yeah, I, I, see I don't know. There. All right, let's do. Those guys love each other. Let's do so like um, two more each. Yeah. All right, two more. <sighs> I'm going a different one. Yeah, go and pick a different one. All right. How do I not make this one too easy? All right. So this man. He's awful at video games. Okay, that, immediately I have yeah, no clue. Don't I, guess yet, because okay. I want to throw out a couple okay. of roasts. You throw, you throw shade. Okay, go on. He can't really cook food. Okay. Um, uh, he's, he's lazy at times. I think I know who this is going to be. Um, he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy oh, for sure. Actually, I don't know if that's the same person anymore. No, funny guy. Um, terrible video games. Can't really cook. Um, Does his hair look like it's on fire? His hair is on fire. This uh, is this is the ginger ninja himself. <laughs> this is Justin Glad. <laughs> this is Justin Glad, <laughs> aka Rumi. Um, all right, here's one. Um, I'm trying to think. How can I throw shade at this person? Because I want to throw shade at them. Um, you're probably well. If you played them through on goal. They'd look to pass. They, the person is indifferent at video games. Indifferent. Indifferent, like not not good, not bad. They're indifferent. This person is a liar on social media. <laughs> um, this person would, if we all had a race, would give up when they realized that they were not going to be in the top three. Yeah. And this person, do you, have you ever seen Rick and Morty? I have. This person would be human depiction of Morty. Yeah, this this is a uh, this is Corey Baird. This himself. is this is correct. This, <laughs> this is, is Corey correct. Baird. Go on, you got you got one more. I got one more. Yep. Uh, let's get a good one. I'll pick two and pick one. All right. <laughs> This man claims he's from the hood. <laughs> I know exactly this is straight away. <laughs> this <Go> man <laughs> calls himself the king of Sandy ever since I left. Oh my word. This man. This I know man this man. I know this man. Thinks he's Lil Bow Wow. Oh wow. I know I, I do yeah. know this man. Uh, know let this me man. can I describe yeah. him further? You throw some in. Okay. So this man here is the dirtiest player in the team. I'll tell you that for a dirtiest fact. Player. Before I even knew him, he was pulling me down in training. Like I was a danger to anybody. But then I also remember in preseason, I chucked in a step over on him and he traveled to the airport <laughs> and I was going towards goal. This man is, I've spoken to him all year, debated things, and he's been right one time in the whole year. Mm -hmm. And this was only recently. Yeah. This man is from Louisiana. From Louisiana. This man is Justin Portillo. This is Justin Portillo. Listen, he's a cool guy, but... Despite all the roasts, I will admit, he is a team favorite. Yeah, I love that guy, man. I'm, I'm very lucky to have him sitting next to me. He's a guy everyone loves, for yeah, sure. I'm very lucky to have him sitting next to me, and he's, he's, you know, he's a good player as well. Yep, for sure. He's a good player. I'd, I'd pick him all day long. 100%. So for the, for the closer, I'm going to throw you off at this one. Actually, no, 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 I'm not going to throw you off, because I'm not going to... 
I'll just, I'll just lightly roast him. Okay. So this player, even though if you've known him for a day, will talk to you like you've known him for 10 years. Yeah. This guy has got, or he had, a bit of an awkward hairstyle for a period in the season. This guy likes his wine. Yep. Do you know who this you guy sold is? It. You sold it there. Who is it? I think the man has had a couple of glasses every day of the off season. <laughs> and who this guy is? <laughs> He's done a world tour of wineries. Yep. This is the New England fan favorite. Yes. Kellen Rowe. That is correct. Do you know? So I, I really like Kellen. Yeah. And one of the reasons I liked him is because he did something which is very different within our sport. So when he first came in, the way he was talking, I thought he knew everybody. And that's really taboo in yeah. our industry. But then I looked at him and said, well, why is it taboo? If a, like, a good guy's come in and he's trying to be friendly and yeah. people are looking at him weird, yeah. you know, sometimes we have to get rid of those cliches and yeah. just... just like, is that, he's a good guy? Yeah, no, he came in and... He fit in right away. I, th I generally thought yeah. I, I thought he'd been here ten years. Yeah. Like, oh, he, right. he was actually my locker. Well, I used to have an empty locker right next to myself in the in the training facility, and then uh, he came and stole that from me. <laughs> yeah, and I continued to put my shoes on his side, and then for the full year. Yeah, he's he's a cool guy though. Yeah. We'll miss him. I'll miss him next year. Yeah. So let's can we have some predictions for twenty twenty, please? We're going to talk RSL for sure. Who do you think? You can't name yourself. You can't name me because it's too easy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just easy money to name us because we're definitely going to get all these accolades. But who would you say is going to be the MVP in 2020? <sighs> MVP. This was Albert this year. Was oh no, it was Everton. It was Everton this yeah, year. Yeah, Everton this year. Hmm. I'm gonna say. I got, a, I got two. Go on. For this one, I'm going to say Demir. Okay. I think Demir will score a lot of goals for us next year. Okay. Important ones. Yeah, well, that's just what he does. Always scores when we need it, for sure. Who do you think the fan favorite is going to be this year, now that there's a gaping hole? Fan favorite? Yes. Do you need a new hero? Justin Glad. Justin Glad. Ah. You can pull him back I if mean, you want. I Kyle's, mean, Kyle's always going to be the favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While he's here. Um, yeah. Uh, it's Justin or Demir. Oh, yeah, let's put Justin for that one. Yeah, Jay Glad. He's going in there. Yeah. Who do you think of the players who were there last year is going to be the most improved this year? So most improved from last year to this year. Mm -hmm. It might not necessarily have to be out on the field as yeah. in, in games, but who's going to be the person that's there sort of the most? First one that comes to my head is Beasler, but it's because he was injured last year. Yeah, And yeah, I think yeah. he's due for a big year this year. Yeah, he's going to prove all that doubt. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. You know, Nick Bayless. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I, you know, I don't mind the Beasler shot. I think, yeah, I'll leave that one. I think he's... He's, he's sneaky good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's, he, got he's a guy you want on your 5v5 team 100%, yeah. every week in training, for sure. 100%. And he's been lifting the earth in the offseason as well. Yeah. So it's coming he back has, like a, a stronger I, six now. I don't know. He? he might be an upside-down triangle now, though, because he's been going so hard. So as long as his feet still work, I'll be happy with yeah. that. Who do you think the top scorer is going to be? Demir. You know what? I think if he, if he stays healthy this year, I think so. Ah. Uh -huh. I forgot about Sam. You forgot about Sam. Don't sleep on Sam. You, you know, still going to me? 
I think Demir will score a lot of goals. Yeah. I'll, I'll stick with Demir, but I, I can definitely see that. Okay. Well, for sure. Well, the man, he figures out a way to put it in the net. For sure. And he blessed me with a couple of assists <laughs> last year, too. Speaking of that, who do you think the top scoring defender is going to be? <sighs> That's going to be me next year. Oh, I can't say me. You can't say you. Top scoring defender after you score 20 goals or whatever. <laughs> I'm shooting next year, but uh, I can't say you either. No, no. That's too easy. Man. Again, people go and put their bets on. Donnie's got a sneaky little shot too. No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. He does. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Let's not. Let's not. All right, let's well, not start that narrative. No, he doesn't. It's Marcelo. You think Marcelo? I think Marcelo. You can't. You stopped scoring last season. Yeah. He just does it somehow. People just ignore the fact that he's in the box free. Right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, Marcelo. I, was, I want to say Justin, but you just don't you dare. Say he's Justin. not mean don't enough waste, anymore. Don't waste this tape. I need him to Justin. be mean. Or... He doesn't really want to score. Yeah, we'll yeah, go with Marcel. Yeah, Marcel's an easy For one. sure. This is one where you can't name yourself now, yeah? Yes. How about the most cards? Yellows and reds. Oh, man. Because I'll be honest, I'd say you. Nah, I need to cut down on those for sure. I missed a couple games because of that this year. Most cards, most cards. So Bex is usually quite high. Uh, I mean, Everton. Yeah, Everton. Everton. Although this is sec- the second year, maybe he's figured it out now. Yeah, maybe. Nah. Maybe you can't grab, grab people by the collar and dress them up. <laughs> he's not gonna change. Yeah. He's not gonna change one bit. So you think Everton? Yeah. Yeah, All Everton. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for you on that one. Um, one where I'm not gonna vote for you. How about most assists? Most assists. That will be. Saverino. Okay, so you're taking him above Demir, above Albert, all that stuff. I was yeah. thinking him or Albert, but uh, I don't know. It's just his wide. He's wide. Okay, serving more. Yeah. So what your what your personal goals for 2020? Like I spoke to someone recently about um, performing at the Olympics. Like, is that something that you're looking forward to? Hopefully, getting selected for that. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that'll be sort of the first goal of 2020 that will happen. Um, hopefully, happen. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's something that only comes along once in your life. Mm. And I think being able to be at the Olympics with all these basketball players that are there, all these other just freak athletes that are there, mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be pretty incredible. And, yeah, definitely a goal for 2020. How about for you then? Um, taking part in the Olympics and possibly winning a medal at the Olympics or missing the Olympics and playing for the full national team this year, only this year. You're saying which one would I rather? Just this year, yeah. Uh, Olympics. Okay. For sure. Yeah, I feel something about the Olympics, you know. The event There's something itself, about it. It's, it's incredible. Just, yeah. Am I, am I an Olympian after that? Well, I think it's kind of like when you do the Ironman. From once you've done it, you can get the tattoo. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, so. I'm getting the rings if I'm there. <laughs> That's what everyone Even goes. if I don't go, I'm probably getting the rings. That's, that would be the best thing to do, just have like a tattoo parlor at the place. 100%. And as soon as you, you compete, everyone, everyone just come in. Yeah. Just, yeah, I'll just like a ring. stamp. Yeah, there you go. You've, you've done it. But, yeah, 100%. And, and how about your goals as an individual this year playing for RSL? Four RSL goals. Four goals. Yeah, like, sorry. Like my goals for Go, RSL. Yeah, goals, outside. specific goals, yeah. Um, individually? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I need to score my first goal. Have you not scored sure. yet? Really? I haven't scored yet. Mm, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to think, huh? No, do you know what I'm saying? Why? Just so everyone is clear on this, I don't think it's hard to think just because I've seen you in shooting practice. You always take a great first touch, but the second one's usually heavy enough to reach the training ground. It depends where we're at. Are we on turf? You can. I think you score 
more in just open play games yeah. than you do when it's a sterile environment and someone plays a ball to you and yeah. you can pick and choose where to kick the ball. Yeah. I think you're more reactive. Depends on the day. The grass hits higher some days. I think any day that ends in DAY, you tend not to score too many yeah. goals. I agree. And especially, I've seen you free kicks as well. Yeah, they're decent, huh? You know... One for two. I would say you're the type of player who I enjoy playing with because in games, I know that if you don't score, there won't be a counter-attack because it's going to be a goal kick. <laughs> so, yeah, I respect that yeah. from you. That's Yeah. Yeah, I, I rate that highly. Yeah. yeah I, I agree with that. Listen, I hope End the play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm ending the play because <laughs> I'm going to be the one running back. Exactly, exactly. No, but I, I think... I think Passed a couple of people. I think, I think you're capable. I think you've got the belief. I yeah. think you, you're working it and realize that yeah. you know, to score, you actually need to hit the target. Yeah, so. for sure. So yeah, that's definitely things. a goal. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean... Fewer cards? There's, there's a couple... Fewer cards, for sure. It'd be nice not to have to miss a game due to cards. Yeah. Because um, those ones suck. Obviously, I don't even agree with the rule. Yeah. <laughs> Five yeah. yellows through yeah. 30 games, you got to miss a game. Yeah, that's that's kind of wild, yeah. But you do have the one way. If yeah, you don't you go the, five games, you can get rid yeah, of a card. You know how hard it is going five games? Well, someone that doesn't really get suspended, tough. it's pretty easy, actually. Yeah, you know? I, mean, I think it depends how you play the game. Well, I mean, me and Donnie have to protect you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's our oh, job. So we're choking we're taking that. the heat. Oh, my god. We're gosh. taking the cards for you guys. What a lie that is. How many did you and Justin have last year? Uh, I think I might have had maybe three throughout the season. Exactly. Maybe. But, you know, it's, it's not about tackling anymore. Yeah. When you get older, it's just about winning the ball. Yeah. But, I mean, know, I'll teach you that as you get older. You're just, yeah, I don't know. I guess you're just better positionally than me. Well, you know, I don't. But I to be honest, like three of my yellows were cynical, were, violent, oh, like come violent. On. Do you remember Casey? Yeah, okay. on Johnny Russell. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. okay. I get it. I get it. I get I'm it. just saying. You're competitive, and sometimes people um, kind of get that wrong. They see yeah. it as something else. All right, can we have a, a debate now? Yeah, mm-hmm. I want your opinion on this. Yeah, I want to know. So within our game, I'd say Messi and Ronaldo are the two people who are discussed as being the greatest of this era, arguably of all time. Yeah? So I want to know how these two fit into your life. You might not have seen them prime time like I did because you were a bit younger, maybe didn't appreciate it, but they're basically the same age as me, so I've seen it. So I've got my own views. So you can only choose Messi or Ronaldo. You can give a reason if you want to, but you don't have to. All right? Yeah. Who would you rather play with? Messi. Would you like to say why or do you want to skip it? Um, I feel neither of them are gonna work very hard <laughs> defensively, but um, okay. I think Messi just do for a moment a lot more of the time. Who'd you rather play against? You have to play against. You have to play against them every week for the rest of your career. Ronaldo. Why is that? I just I don't think I could defend Messi. Like I think yeah. Every time I reach, he is gonna he's, he's go the other gonna, way. Yeah. Who would you rather befriend? Like, who's going to be the guy who you want to be friends with? Ronaldo. Why is that? His lifestyle is crazy. It'd be cool to be around that sometimes. Uh, I feel like Messi's a lot more low-key. Yeah. So, um, you, so you want the lights then? I mean, not for me, but uh, I don't know what I mean. Okay. Um, how about if one of them had to be a sworn enemy? Like, you literally hated each other. Messi. Why? Ronaldo's a bit scary. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you enjoy kicking the most? Because I know you like to kick people. Ronaldo. Why is that? Mm. We'll skip that one. Okay. <laughs> How about you get the chance to swap shirts with who would you pick? Messi. Who's had the better career? Messi. Who's the better player? Messi. But going back to that one about the career, 
that's you, actually you said, a tough you said, one. You said it kind of quickly there. That is a tough one. Yeah, yes, it is. Because Ronaldo's went various places. Yes. And succeeded greatly. Basically, how do you see yourself? Would you rather be in messy situation, stay at one place and achieve everything or achieve yeah. everything everywhere? I'm going to say Ronaldo's had a better career just because he's proven himself at a lot of different spots. Those are big spots that he's proven exactly. himself like that. Exactly. And uh, I feel like once Messi wins a big tournament with Argentina, it'll be different. It's probably going to happen though. Yeah, so I'll give that one to Ronaldo. So would you rather be the guy that's known for clean sheets I, I said it wrong you guy for, that's known for clean sheets your team never ever concedes you're like yeah. best defense in history would you rather be in a team that always win and you do actually contribute but like nothing but like you're winning 7-6 so you're always yeah. conceding like crazy amount of goals yeah I'm taking the clean sheets so boring for sure would you rather play with a bunch of players who you don't like and find success or play with your friends but never win anything nah success Never winning anything would be tough. Well, it's quite common within this game, to be honest with you. It is, but like never winning a game? Or no, like... no, you win games, but you never win a true medal accolade. You don't get to finals. <sighs> Ever? Ever. Yeah, I'm playing with guys I hate. Really? Yeah. So this is, I said this one because it's kind of linked to experience that I had, and I didn't hate the guys I played with, but when Roberto Mancini was my manager at City, he said you weren't supposed to enjoy training. So I went out one day and I was just having a joke in a warm up and he pulled me to the side and he told me off like he was my father. And from that point, for that year or two years that they had there, every time he stepped on the field, it was strictly business. No smiles, no nothing. And I kind of hated it. Yeah. They were successful, and which is always the, the best thing, but that's a tough environment, you know? Yeah. Like no smiles. It would be nothing, tough, tough nothing, to be in forever. Nothing. For sure. Yeah. Um, but- would you rather play every minute of every game for a team that never wins anything or be essentially an impact sub or someone that will play maybe half the games for a team that ends up being legendary? Yeah. That that you'd rather do mm-hmm. that? For sure. Even at your age? Yeah. You think so? It's tough on that, you know. But you're saying it's forever. Yeah, we'll say it's forever. So when when this team's a, I say mediocre team, I mean a team that doesn't win anything, so a mid-table team. Yeah. Like, do you want to be in a team whereby, like, I think, honestly, as a player, some of the achievements which you have, you can feel it from the the, the starter through to the subs, through to people who didn't make the team, through all that. That's great. But at some point, you have that realization where you know you're not part of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm still taking the impacts of role. Okay. Team player. I see it and respect it. Uh, now, I need you to just describe these people in one word only, yeah? There's going to be a mix of people in the music world, people in the RSL world, and just people within the soccer world in general. All yeah. right. Um, but before we start this, uh, I want to talk about Tate Schmidt. What did you say he did today? Has he got a new uh, car or something? Yeah, so so Tay had a little two-seater last year to start mm-hmm. off. So he wasn't able to contribute to the carpool of <laughs> okay, the household. Yeah. Okay. So he went home for this off season, and he finally got a new car. Not new, mm-hmm. but new to him. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the man spilled a water bottle, and apparently in this car that he had, okay, the engine is like under the passenger seat. This is what he said. Okay. So the water leaked through, fried his engine. Decent. And for anybody that doesn't know Tashmit, this is something that does not surprise me okay. at all. Okay. So let's describe Tate Schmidt in one word. 
funny. <laughs> uh, now let's go through some more. J. Cole. Man. You have to be shy. It's, it's fine. He's, not, he's, he's probably not going to listen to it. It's a tough word. Yeah. It's a tough word to find for this guy. Um, oh, man. I don't know. Just... Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. So you can't use this word again. Yeah. Jay Glad. Can't use fantastic. No, but I think you have a word. Friendly. Just in Portillo. You're really testing my vocabulary here. <laughs> Doesn't have to be. Keep it as simple as you want. Because I just call him annoying. Yeah. I'm just going to say Louisiana. Um, Corey, he's, Corey. he's that till he dies. Corey Bad. Mm. Stanford I'm going to create a word I'm going to say punchable punchable. I would would happily punch him in the face every day (laughs) even though he's my friend I would happily do that and just move on Um, Jurgen Klopp likeable Pep Guardiola intelligent Meek Mill I got like a bunch of like two word phrases. You try that if you want, yeah. Hardcore. Um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Conceded. And finally, um, Greta Thunberg. Because I know you're on a you're on a you're on a wave at the moment. Just, nah, Justin loves this. Justin loves this girl. Um, for for what she stands for. Yeah. For what she stands for. For what she guys, stands for. She is sixteen. It's for yeah. what she stands for. He loves. Just put that yeah. into perspective. Um, Nothing controversial here. Exactly. This is not the podcast for such nonsense. Yes. This is why names here. Yep. Clear up my words. Because um, he's. Got, I feel like he's gone all in with her. I see a lot of stuff on social yeah. media from him. Yeah, he, but that's he's the only reason I know like about right. that, based off his retweets. Um, you can say powerful. Okay. Um, can we talk music for a bit? For sure. And you know, I'll be wrapping up at some point. I know we've been here for hours already. No worries. So musically, I've seen that you're actually quite strong on the speakers. Yeah. When when you have to put music on for the group, like it's it's all right to be fair. It's, it's all right. This is this is one of the best compliments one can get. Yeah, especially especially from, from NATO. Yeah, yep. listen, I'm the OG veteran in this. That's this is not, like, it's an honor. It's it's impressive. Uh, so much so that when you were out doing your running session the other day, I continued in the gym listening to your playlist. Yep. I'm not even gonna lie though. Before I walked out, I knew you were still gonna be listening to it. Why? Why? So I that? added a bunch of ah, good, stuff like, like I added the best of the best this? to the queue. See this? This is this is the effort that people need to put in you. here. This is the effort I've put in for all these years, and now there's someone doing the same thing, and I I respect it. Yeah. Have you always been that guy, or is it someone that actually put you onto that type of music? Um, no, I've always. I mean, I guess you could say my older brother. Okay. Um, he was sort of the one that started listening to the the rap music and all that before me. Okay. So this is obviously you being honest, and you know. We like this honesty. This is a very honest space. It's not like anybody's listening. Mm-hmm. It's a very honest space. I want to know about your guilty pleasures musically. I listen to everything though. I know a lot of people say that, but I really do. Go ahead and prove it. Um, I don't know. Just some songs I listen. To. Ariana Grande. Do you know what? She's got some tunes. She has, but I feel like she still kind of fits into that R and B type scene, yeah. which is essentially the same scene. Justin Bieber. Again, he, he's yeah, but again, he's also <laughs> yeah, fit within both that. Yeah, really mainstream. Yeah. Um, like, 
are you, do you want me to say like country? Like I listen to country. If you listen to country, name the country. Otherwise, I won't believe you. <laughs> um, like name an artist. Listen, we're dealing facts here. Yeah. Um, damn. I can name the song. Listen, your phone is just to the side of it. It is right please, here. Please fire it up. Let me pull this up. Let me see. Because my guilty pleasure at the moment was with my kids to entertain them sometimes. I watch like music videos and stuff on TV. Yeah. And instead of just like the normal artists doing it, it's like a bunch of kids all singing along to certain songs, making them more poppy and whatever. And I was kind of jamming, you know. Yeah. I was, I was, um, I, was sure. dancing, I was dancing with my kids in the, in the living room the other day. And yeah. I thought, you know, as a grown man, I, I'm okay with this. Yeah. I'm really okay with it. I've this. got a lot a lot of soft tunes in the playlist. Go on in, name names. So there's a new song out, Heartless. Kinda new. Uh, Diplo. Yeah. Morgan yeah. Morgan Wallen. Yeah. Tune. Yeah. Believe it or not, I got some Healy in here. Okay. That's Corey. Corey Baird. Then, but, yeah. but Loki, I discovered this song by myself. Which song is um, this? Tucson. Oh, okay. Right. So that's you so you, so you listen to everything that falls yeah. within the same genre or category, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, very diverse playlist I have here. Yeah, don't think you caught my sarcasm there. Yeah. But, but it's it's, it's tough okay. off, off the top of the head. It's, it's okay, tough, okay. So for me, I would listen to any radio station, and if a tune goes, it goes. Yeah, and I sure. may not declare that I'm listening to it, but the way that my Apple Music works, I listen to it once, and people can see that I listen to it anyway. Yeah, and I feel no shame. Yeah, because music is music, and for sure, I used can. I used to be that guy that when I'm in the locker room with the guys just straight rap yeah, yeah, yeah all that yeah, stuff yeah you know it's all about reputation yeah. look at me like, this is exactly. why i listen to i've never listened to anything else exactly. never but now i've got my headphones yeah. and earphones and i listen to some yeah. wild music 100 before, games, <laughs> yeah. before i'm not listening to, like hardcore stuff before games anymore yeah depends on the mood obviously sometimes i'm in the zone yeah of course yeah, but of course. i honestly prefer the slower oh, sort of cute. sort of songs that's that cute. most people say in your feels yeah i listen to that before games a lot yeah it's actually cute. wild who would you say your top artists are can you name me four? Um, yeah, so Drake, mm-hmm. J. Cole, mm-hmm. um, baby right now. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, he's definitely my most listened to right now. Yeah. Um, I listen to a lot of Russ. You like Russ, yeah? I I really like Russ, despite... Oh, it's that's right. my fault. It's fine. That's you, can, a, you can play it. That is off the kick kickback uh, playlist. Oh, it's funny you should mention that. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, but I do have a playlist. He so, does have a playlist, and it is quality. I will give him that. Yeah, there's a, and, um, a link that will appear somewhere at some point for you guys almost, to listen. I feel a bit ashamed naming all rappers, but that is what I listen to most. So there's the baby Russ, J. Cole, and... J. Cole, Drake. Okay, those I, are the four. So yeah. of those four... I listen, I listen to Post Malone more than Drake. Okay, yeah. okay. But Drake more than... Russ Drake's out of those four I think he's out he's out of the top four I'll let him know I don't think he's gonna be happy with that no Uh, right of those four or four and a half that you've mentioned you can only listen to music from one for the next year all in 2020 which three people are you getting rid of I am I can only listen to one Mm. you want me to just name my one just name your one Post Malone so you get rid of the other three just for Post Malone yeah I could listen to Post Malone for He's got a lot of quality albums. Yeah, yeah. So and they're all very it. different. I respect it. Yeah. Which, um, let me write this down now. So, obviously, being the curator of the best playlist on Spotify, I would like to know which songs you'd like me to add to it. Three songs? Three songs, yeah. You got to throw a bop in there. Yeah, if it, it, by the baby. Is that already in there? No, it's not, no. I've, I've, I've not put that much to the baby in there, to be honest. That one's got to go in there. That's my favorite tune right now. 
Is that the one with the recently released music video? Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. And quality video yeah, it's too. Top, it's top, yeah. If no one's seen it, I'll see that. Yeah, I literally just turn it on and watch it like once a day. And I'm going to throw in. Let's throw in. You've heard Dance Monkey? By Tones and I. No. We'll put that in. That is another tune. Okay. And for my last tune. I got two. I got two. It's, it's tough, isn't it, when you got to pick something it to is. represent you within someone else's space? Because you will be judged. People will judge you. Yeah, they will. And I know exactly how many subscribers I've got so far. So if the number goes down, I'll know exactly why. Yeah, I'm going to put Bleed by Young M.A. in there. Oh, yeah. Like a bit Young M.A. Yeah. Underrated. Yeah. I, I listened to her, her album all the way through for yeah. the first time the other day. It's good, it's good, huh? She's mean. Yeah, it's good. It came out yeah. the same time as the babies, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's very good. But just like that. We're done. And, you know, my hopes for you for this next year, because we, we spoke about music, but being completely honest now, I hope you make it into the national team. I hope you also make it to the Olympic team, but I also hope you make it into the national team because I think it's deserved. And it's because you've impressed me so much across the year and a half that you've been playing and basically the amount of time I've been here. But I also hope that at some point I see you play on foreign shores because at times here, things look like they're too easy for you. Yeah. But you're someone who, who's sealing is a lot higher than perhaps you realize. And I think a lot of people don't realize how high it is as well. So, as I say, I hope that you do, do get the opportunity. And it'll be fun when I'm retired in a few years and got my <laughs> got my slippers on, watching TV, be like, yeah, you see that guy there? I taught him maybe one of the hundred things yeah. that he knows. You'll be in your slippers while I'm doing fitness in Harriman. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> when I'm all said and done, I will not be taking slippers to Harriman. I'll tell you that for a fact. But, yeah, as I say, one final question, actually. And I'll tell you my I'll tell you my answer to this. How do you think you're viewed as a player by the people you work with and the people who come and watch you play? I feel like I'm viewed just as a hardworking player. Are you happy with that? No. What do you want to be viewed as? I definitely want to be viewed as a definitely a hardworking player. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's that's always my first thing, but also. Definitely a team player, mm -hmm. second, and then um, as a technical player as well. I think you're a really good player, and you think you're someone that can be trusted, both on the field and off the field. And as a consequence, your legacy will always be a positive one. Because say for me, when I'm retired at some point in the future, I could have won a thousand medals, and that would have been great. But the respect of the people who I had to work with on a day-to-day -day basis is what will really take me with happiness into the next stage. Yeah. And someone like you, you've got all the potential to do that and to be that, as well as finding success. Any club that you're at, if the fans appreciate you, your teammates appreciate you, the people you work with appreciate you, from the people who cook food for you, to people who give you massage, to people who coach you, you know, that goes a long way. Because yeah. these references that you can get from such people can last a lifetime. And as I say, when I retire, I think I'm going to be in a place whereby apart from maybe one or two people who are sworn enemies of mine, everyone else is on the positive side. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, that's something I'm proud of. Yeah. And I think you're well on the road to, to having that. So thank you very much for coming in, my friend. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Obviously, it's six months late, but, you know, you've been very busy playing Fortnite or whatever it is yeah. that kids do. It's all right. So, yeah, thanks for coming in. Thanks to producer Ryan in the back. We have a special guest in the studio today who's been filming us really creepily. That's Delia to the side. Thanks for doing whatever you're doing, deals. Um, thank you to Mountain Air Studios, Draper, Utah, and listeners. 
it's been a great 2019 thanks for being on board and listening to all the shows and a happy Christmas to you I'll see you in 2020 and there's going to be a lot more to come next year so please keep listening and if you have any voice memos please send them to digitalrsl.com and reach out to Rail Salt Lake on all major social media platforms and if you've not liked the show Aaron your handle is that is so just in case anyone didn't know, he started, he, started, he started speaking into the headphones like it was a microphone. <laughs> just in case anyone didn't didn't grasp what just happened. Instagram, Aaron Herrera underscore 22. Okay, so please. And, uh, might be the same on Twitter. Please, fire feedback at him. And my I might have an open account in 2020, but I probably won't. But hopefully we'll see you in real life. So yeah, thank you very much and have a good Christmas.